Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. Told y'all. Told y'all. Y'all want some? Beat him down. Beat you down. Who else wants some? Aubrey. Come out to play. What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Henny Nights. I'm your boy, your host, your brother, Jay White. And I got two of the homies, two of the brothers on the podcast with me. I'm gonna yeah, start this, this shit might low key become a regular thing with two up two other <laughs> homies on the podcast. You know, technology is amazing and shit. But right. go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh uh, shit. Uh my name is Mars, aka him rock a lot, aka Danny Ducey, since that's a f- <laughs> <laughs> aka Marshawn Hitch. Cause I'm looking for a wifey out here. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. And then we got my man's over there to the right. <laughs> man, <laughs> you know what it is. It's your boy CT, neighborhood photographer from music enthusiast from STL to Chicago to KC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So niggas is yes, taking up residency on the podcast. So <laughs> we already know what it is. It's so, an honor. It's a privilege. Yes. <laughs> Much, much, much appreciated. Much appreciated. But yeah, for today's episode, man, we just gonna get into the to the bullshit today, man, because it's it's full blown uh surgical summer. Ain't that what that nigga said? Hey man. <laughs> snip snip, man. Hey. Snip, snip, snip. It's surgical out here. Yeah, man. And it's been about a <laughs> hundred and forty hours since we last heard from this nigga Aubrey. <laughs> My well, man counted the hours. Yeah, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, man, it's it's time. Shit. Hey, bro. I mean, at first I was like, all right, cool. You know, like Pusha, Pusha. You know, Drake gave him. You know, dropped his diss track or whatever you want to call it on the day his album came out, and then Pusha responded. You know, like two days, like what? In two a days, timely three, fashion. Two three days later. And we ain't, was on Amazon Prime too. And we ain't heard. <laughs> he just went on the holiday to end. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, cool. I'll let you have that. You know, my album came out. I'm on my press run or whatever. It's cool. You know, like, I did what I was supposed to do. But just know, mm-hmm. like, this is a light jab I'm hitting you with on infrared. This is, this is light. And then right. Drake came out with the Duffy freestyle. I'm like, okay, Drake, I see you. Even though. A lot of that shit was addressed to Kanye, which we'll get into later. But mm. it was like, yo, okay. You know, I feel you, Drake. Then he came out with that, I'm upset. I'm like, oh, so this nigga like, yo, if I'm going to drop, yeah. if I'm going to give you some attention, I'm going to make it work in my benefit. Don't meet Neil his ass, for real. Right, 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 right. Because that's that's his M.O., you know? So, like, he dropped the Duffy, then he dropped I'm, I'm Upset. I'm like, okay, I see you, like... Following the Meek Mill formula that you did, you know, gave mm-hmm. niggas a gave niggas a summer banger. Even though back to back is better than I'm upset, in my opinion. But really? to me, bro, like, hey, mm. you can play back to back in the fucking club right now, and niggas is gonna rap every word. I don't see niggas rapping every word of I'm of I'm upset in the club, dog. I just nah, don't see it. Nah. I don't see it. It has it. Well, it's, I also feel like that kind of plays into how he, like he was like. 
already kicking Meek Mill after he punched him down. Right. It's like I'm upset. It's like Drake kind of like you know, well push push back. He punched back, so it's like mm-hmm. you know now we waiting on Drake to swing in because I'm upset. I know it's a hard record, bro. Like that way that that bass hit that. Uh, I can't go no. I can't do no fifty-fifty with no hope. Oh, that's yeah, hard. Yeah. But like, yeah, like you know, back to back was just such a thing. Like the nigga was on tour and he was rapping the shit. The big ass jumbo trying in the background. Like it just reached such epic levels. But now I know Meek Mill is somewhere smiling and thanking God for pushing T and every other drug dealer rapper that can really call <laughs> out this man's street credibility. Hey. Hey man, that's re- that's really what I feel like it is. Like I remember, I think it was like the thirty for thirty freestyle assumption. Drake was talking about the higher ups in the rap game don't want him to like eat for real. They want this nigga up out of there. You remember last uh, last time around with Meek Mill and Drake, it was the whole situation with DJ Drama mm-hmm. sliding him to Quentin shit. Right, from next to go ahead expose niggas with the Meek Mill situation. But Drake got over that hump. Right. Now, this time, though, you got a nigga like Push, who, at least from listening to his interviews, it's like, bro, like, what can you really say about me? Like, Man. What, what, you, what you got? I wonder. Like, I don't think that even the shit that Drake would have to say in response to Push is even probably going to be about Push. Like he was saying, Jay White, like, it might be about Kanye again. So that might be the only little lick of truth that I could see with this whole thing. Like, Jay Prince talking about, like, I told him, don't even put it out. But to me personally, if we out here and it's really real, mm-hmm. the niggas have said a lot of mean shit about each other and all these rap beats within our lifetime, especially. So it's like, bruh, I mean, what else can you say? Like Kanye uses fucking ghostwriters from time to time and fucking producers step him out. Me as a Kanye fan, I've already known this. That don't take away from the fact that he's still the rap game Quincy Jones. That's what Quincy does. He puts together a team of niggas to come up with a beautiful composition that we refer to as an album. Mm-hmm. He makes this shit make sense. Great artists that are painters, they have understudies that sit up there and them niggas sometimes will paint for them niggas, but they'll still use the great artists and painters' ideas. So it's like, I'm not really too tripping off of this shit because like, that's what I'm already used to with Kanye. Unless there's some shit where it's like Kanye, you know, like niggas was saying Kanye was gay and shit like that. But like, I don't like Drake got to be gay with the nigga or something. Like, I don't really know. Like, I don't. I don't really know like what more like niggas can really be saying unless niggas is either gonna really do some hardcore snitching and like I know where the pounds at or like you killed somebody or some other wild shit. Like what can you really say about either Kanye or Pusha to really feel like damn? If you say this, you are gonna end this nigga career. You know what though? We- to interject. <laughs> nah, but. I think what everybody missing is like people worry about what Drake could have said, mm-hmm. but what about <laughs> Prince, what Push the hell Prince, back from saying? Prince probably know the dirt that Push could unleash. <laughs> right, and, right, and we right, already right. see, we already see, and I'm about to put like think about think about the name of the song, right, mm-hmm. and think about what Push said. In this Breakfast Club, when he called back into the Breakfast Club about Adidas, right. Push is ready to lose everything over this. Yeah, he don't get no fuck about this shit. Right. This is real for him. It's push, personal. push was like, "Fuck the bag." If you really want to mm-hmm. go, I'm about to expose everything. And I, I don't think, and I don't think Drake was ready for that. Right. Yeah. He was so he's so big. It's like how can you really disrespect the same way niggas really can't be disrespecting Kanye at home? Like there's certain niggas that you can't. But Drake is not God. 
Yeah. He thought that he was God MC like he was ho. He not. Yeah, bro. Drake Drake got a lot to lose. Push like, <laughs> man, I can lose this. Did y'all hear the um the rumor <laughs> about the next cause I also caught that reference that uh Pusha was saying on one of the interviews I was watching, I think it was with the uh the niggas on the West Coast, like Big Boy or some shit. But he was saying this is like an onion. It's like lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught that. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I heard. I heard this nigga Drake got fake abs, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that ain't that and ain't. So like <laughs> the whole baby mama thing wasn't nothing new, but it was the uh-huh. simple fact. Yeah, because I heard. About but it was it, the yeah. simple fact that he like brushed it under the rug. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. I got an image to to uphold. I can't be out here, you know. Even if I mean, you, you would know. Huh? Take it for what it is. I got a porn star <laughs> pregnant. Like. <laughs> That don't go with yeah. that don't really go with my image, even though I be out here fucking chicks and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that don't yeah, really go yeah. with my image, and, and and as far as the image of me smashing chicks, it's always gonna be chicks like Rihanna or Malaya or you know, yeah, or Bernice Burgos yeah. and stuff like that. So it's yeah. a it's a whole I have to control my entire image thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can't, which he cares very much, very about much about. Him. I mean, he's fucking light skinned nigga. He's a light skin. <laughs> he's a light skinned nigga from Canada. Like. Well, of true, course he's going to care about his image. But my whole... That does blackface from time that, to time. That, <laughs> that occasionally <laughs> dips into some coonery. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my whole thing was, like, we all around the same age, bro. We were we were alive when No Vaseline was out. Yes. Mm-hmm. We were alive when Hit Em Up was out. We grew mm-hmm. up during the era of Jay-Z and Nas. We grew up in the mm-hmm. era of Ja Rule and 50 Cent. Ja Rule was mm-hmm. out here selling... McRib sandwiches because that nigga fucking 50 Cent destroyed his career. Like, yo, like, <laughs> for so what fucked me up is like people started making a, making it a, a popularity contest. Like, mm-hmm. it's a meme going around right now. Like, I ain't never heard nobody say, put that push a T on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, oh, I'm like, are you talking about when you go into the, to the club? Cause like, it's a whole different vibe, vibe, bro. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm not finna throw on no Talib Kweli when I'm finna go to the fucking club. You know, I'm gonna put on some some ratchet shit. So it's like, y'all are making it a popularity contest. Pusha T, Ben had a career. Ben had a career with the Cliffs and Solo. You know, so like, Pussy. If you 18 to 21, you probably wouldn't even remember grinding. Like, but you heard that damn you know lunch, that beat, yeah. That lunch table beat at the damn <laughs> so, like, so it's like damn, you gotta Mr. respect many many up. broken pencils from that shit. Many right, many bro. ciphers. So like mm-hmm. put some like put some respect on that man's name, bro. Just because he you know he ain't flashy or out here or like made all these crossover hits, don't diminish that man's career. The man got bars, bro, and we strictly if, are talking about bars and he ate this nigga Drake alive. Like, but you know what's what, funny? Go ahead. Uh-huh. Now go ahead, man. Uh, no, I was going to say, to honestly, to flip that, that actually should add to his credibility that he don't have a bunch of cheesy ass Marvin's rooms and hotline blings up under his belt. Right. This shit is real pure. It's like the same way that the same niggas that will rock with Fabulous. For whatever reason, Fabulous, they fuck with Fabulous, they should be able to fuck with a nigga like a push and Right. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, they're literally in the same vein, the same type of rapper, all of that shit. And Push comes consistently with hard rap. Always. Say, like, he's like the scar face of the rap game. Always. Like, real, you want to play with me? Like, say hello to my little friend. Like, this nigga just does what he does. And yep. what's the same thing with Drake. Like, Drake got a system, too. Drake's yep. system is just on some Justin Bieber type shit. 
Meanwhile, this nigga Pushy T, like he said, he really he already ran with niggas like hoes and yeah and Pharrell. The only two ghosts, the only two that he chasing is ghosts, like Pac and Big. He really is on that caliber as far as like respecting highly regarded rappers, even in the game right now. He's still, if you drop an album, he'll be on the end of the year put top ten MCs list. Right. Let me drop some shit. He's just not Drake, and that's like totally fine. Not everybody wants to be fucking Tom Brady. Right. So why it's basically why would I cross over into your lane when my lane is working for me just fine? But you, that's, you, that, that's that's and facts. Drake want to be in that lane. Like, but you know what's funny though? You know what's funny though? Like going back to Drake, this right. So we know we know how Drake plays this. This is mm-hmm. Drake is about punchlines and making that hit right. But when mm-hmm. he came at push with Doofy, he went straight bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went yeah. straight bars. Mm-hmm. Thinking I like push, when he can remind push, me that he raps. Yeah, thinking push was gonna come straight bars, but push went to play Drake's game. No, nah, I'm gonna get personal, <laughs> and I and I think and I think that caught Drake off guard because Drake probably thought Push was just gonna beat the Quentin Miller shit down. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he did. He it he, was like a, he set him up with the jab. It, it was, was a like, bait, bro. Yeah, it, it was, was a bait. bait. It was a yeah. bait. It was a whole bait. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hit the surface level shit that everybody talked about, and see if mm-hmm. he take the bait." And as soon as that nigga took the bait, he was like, "Oh, I'm finna fuck you up now, bro." Like <laughs> he, he caught him with that uppercut. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, Drake putting out a hundred k to find out uh, who pushed information. <laughs> who is he really as a person? <laughs> it's like, bro, Walking if you want to know who he is, like, did you go to school with it? If you want to know who he is, bro, just listen to his music. Right. Push ain't been exactly. hot. <laughs> exactly. Like, Very authentic. I mean, like the fact that even if it was like his cousin and his brother, then him. All of them niggas, well, both of them niggas was about to face jail time, so it wasn't like he was that far removed from this shit. Exactly. Like, you can't even really discredit that shit. The man almost lost his goddamn life in this drug game. Right. And his brother right. always said that anyway. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, it, like, that's common pushing facts, bro. Like, if you know pushing, you know malice. That's why malice yeah. is in church now, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the nigga really feels bad about shit that he did. It was like, I gotta get up out of this world, man. Like, I need the Lord. Like that's how, But you know, you know when I knew this shit was about to end, when it leaked that Eclipse record was on the shelf waiting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that I was probably that some shit. old shit that they was ready to put out on the man's years ago. Some stay scheming era type shit. Yes. Like, come on, bro. Yes, and like, I think this and has I been think, ongoing. And I think that's where Cats was like, "Yo, yo, album about to come out, bro. We need you to reel it back because I you mean, about to ruin your whole." Because, because I can probably guess he was gonna drop his album, then his mm-hmm. Adidas collab, and then yeah. go on tour. Yeah, yes, yeah, and like and, and and what was gonna happen is he would have kept barking up that tree. Mm-hmm. And more shit would have came out. Shit would have got put on the shelf. Like Adidas would have been like, "Yo, you too high right now? Mm-hmm. Niggas gotta <laughs> got dollar back." So, you know what's <laughs> fucked up though? Like to me, honestly, it's so fucked up, and the game so fake and fickle, and social media is such a bitch made like world that we live in. It really is the metrics, bro. I honestly don't think that that would have hurt 
an artist that's as big as Drake, like Drake could have a Me Too moment out of nowhere, goddamn. I agree. And there will still be millions of like he would still go platinum. I like, agree. That's a hard one to like really turn away. It's like the nigga's still gonna make a hit record. Like they tried to take R. Kelly shit down on Spotify. They fuck around and put this man back in the top streams. His streams increased after this shit. Right. XXX Tentacion. And Kendrick was like, nah, bro, like that ain't cool. Y'all getting into some whole censorship shit that we not cool with. So mm-hmm. I wanna take I'm gonna take my music off y'all niggas' sight if y'all own this shit. It's like the way that the game is right now is so wild. Niggas was talking so much shit about Kanye. How the top seven songs on the goddamn streamings right now after the weekend? Oh, this nigga Kanye fucking. Song. And the nigga oh, only. Hey, but, and the nigga only had. Fire, and the nigga only had seven songs. That's, that's the crazy part. Seven songs. The he could have killed out fire. the whole top ten if he. It was. It's Kanye West, bro. It's like nigga. I remember. I think it was maybe you, uh, James, when we was talking a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was like Kanye could drop an album out. Like he may not be able to drop one out the air like Beyonce. It's like Kanye is on that tier. Like obviously he's not Beyonce. Right, Beyonce right. is Beyonce. But it's like he's it, he's still in that realm of like yeah. in status where like superstar. It's very like, few artists who can just drop some shit out of nowhere and I'm gonna go listen to it. Right. And, and, and this this is what I told people when everybody's like, "Ain't nobody gonna listen to Kanye." I'm like, "Bro, people, even if they pissed at Kanye, they gonna go listen to it's his Kanye album. Kanye West, bro. They gonna go listen to his album to see if he's saying some wild ass shit on there." Like, come on, Michael Jackson could have really touched kids bro but we love this man like we have vested interests in certain people more than we do others and we pick and choose with some of our like holier than thou antics like it's totally okay to you know be hella pro black be pro feminist all that shit my thing is I just like to call niggas across the board cause a nigga will literally be like fuck R. Kelly but they won't but like if we're supposed to be siding with all women who accuse someone of rape why the fuck do we love Kobe I'm not saying Kobe did it, but if we're supposed to be believing the women as the victims in those situations, because rape is rape, and nine times out of ten, nobody believes you anyway, so we need to believe the women and be on their side, why is it that we can shun Ben Roethlisberger, but then with Kobe, I've literally heard black women, so-called feminists, say shit like, fuck that white bitch, she lying. It's like, damn, like you just shut up somebody that really very much so could have. She had the gall and audacity to accuse this man of it, Kobe could have very well done it. Now, do I personally believe it? You know, he won in the court of law, so on and so forth. But we can't sit up there and say somebody is one thing and somebody else is another simply because we fuck with one person more than another. That's how all of this bullshit still be happening behind closed doors. Because niggas don't want to tell their mans, like, nah, bro, like, you really a creep out here. Bitches don't want to fuck with you because how you be coming off sometimes. Facts. Niggas just just laugh at their mans and be like, nah, bro, like, chill, dude. Chill. Like, the hoes ain't going to fuck with it. It's like, nah, bro. Let that nigga know, like, how you approaching these women right now is very much so in the past, my nigga. Like, get with the times. Yeah. Read some books. Respect the motherfucker. Yeah. It's nuanced to all of this shit, because when we talk about this future shit <laughs> later on. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, this game ain't real, bro. Niggas is just sitting up here picking and choosing sides. As the Twitter, t- as the motherfucking trending topics come around, right. that's why I ain't got time for. It. I'm gonna like whatever the fuck I like to. Like I'm, I I like the Kanye joint. It's still growing on me. I think I like it more, but I know for sure it's not like high up on my list of like right. Kanye albums. Am I still happy for him? Yes. Am I still proud of him? Do I still support her? I'm still a Kanye loyalist, but I do anticipate this uh, motherfucking Kanye kid cut it to be cold. Right. 
I think that this Nas might come around and shit. Niggas don't listen to the Nas shit. Nas just apparently just came out and got exposed for beating up on Khalees. But she beat up on him too. Now what? It's like, come on, man. Niggas ain't real for real, bro. We all flawed fucking humans. And sometimes we need to start thinking about forgiving people and consoling them and educating niggas and helping them get through their dark periods as opposed to shutting down and shutting them off. This nigga Kanye really is bipolar. Makes total fucking sense as far as the eye can see in this whole nigga career. Man. Okay. Okay. You just hit something. Because I literally just saw that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, Ye was talking about, you know, being officially being diagnosed at 39. Yeah. But if you really look through Ye career, this shit been hella apparent, bro. Hella shit. It's been hella apparent. Like, when that nigga just flipped on Sway. How, Sway? How? Like, Like, come on, man. Ain't nobody, like, dude, think think about when Kanye do interviews now, bro. Like, he'll be talking like regular Ye. And then out of nowhere, this whole other person just comes out. Mm-hmm. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, that shit real. Like, split personality, that shit real. But people like, man, that's just, he just saying that shit, you know, for, like, a scapegoat. Like, bro, if you listen yeah, to his I album, saying that, like, how you dare listen you? to his album, that shit was recorded mm-hmm. before that yeah. damn... That shit yeah. was record, recorded before he went to TMZ, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he talk about loving himself and then killing himself, that's mm-hmm. him talking about his two personalities, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, like, think about all the shit that he has gone through. Like, not to mention he's a Gemini on top of that shit. Yeah, I told but like, bro, like, Pinocchio's story at the end of 808 and Heartbreaks, like, that song that he made for his mom and all that sadness and depression and the weight of fame. And all this shit that he's talking about, like, bro, fame can make you crazy, too. If you already was a little off to begin with, that shit only gonna fuck with you. Nothing but a bunch of yes men around. People depend on you to feed them now. Mm -hmm. How many niggas is really gonna check you if you paying in? Like, come on, bro. People don't realize, too, like, mental disorders, they they can come out of nowhere when you dealing with consistent traumatic Mm -hmm. experiences. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been open about being addicted to pills mm-hmm. and being depressed about his mom. He's and been an alcoholic. <laughs> dude, Kanye has been on stage asking for help, fam. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. then you couple all that shit with Jay-Z and all this shit going on with that's his boy. And he ain't right. even, he, that's his brother. He ain't talked to this man. Talking to this nigga. Yeah, bro. Like, and then and then he hear Jay saying all this other shit. And then it's like you know what? You know what pissed me off about that whole situation, and, and somebody gonna hate me for this shit. But <laughs> what did? But what did Jay do to make Ye snap? You get what I'm saying? Like everybody blaming it on Ye, but what did Jay do to make? You, you talking about when Kim Kardashian got robbed and Jay didn't call him? Yeah, I think I think that was the whole. He ain't show. That was the whole wedding. Yeah, that. Was but that's whole, what. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing. Everybody blame all their arguments on Ye. Like, right, like, as like, if Jay wasn't scammed for doing that shit. Like, like not, not even that, bro. We didn't see Jay be scanned in relationships going back to Dame, bro. True, true, true. <laughs> so, like, Very true. You, you, got this, you got this person. And I love Jay. Like, Jay's that nigga. But mm-hmm. you got a person who is seem, seemingly to the public – 
doing nothing wrong in they in his in his friendship. Mm-hmm. And Jay has admitted this shit. He's like, I'm probably saying some shit that pissed Kanye off. Probably. And, and, and Kanye and, is an emotional nigga. He gonna exactly. And you know, Jay is very much. I'm gonna say what I gotta say. And Jay, like, like you said, he very emotional. He gonna react different. And then you couple that with not coming to coming to his wedding, not calling about his wife. Granted, we all know why now. Going right. back to Beyonce album and shit, so we understand where Jay was trying to save his own shit in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I get all that, but it's it's levels to that relationship. But everybody, yeah. everybody pointing to Kanye. Because Kanye the one who talks. It's one of the 48 laws of power, man. Like, exactly. You got to conceal your intentions and just kind of keep quiet. That's, That's how it. Jay does have more leverage and power in the situation. And the shit but. crazy because Jay has admitted to saying wrong shit to Kanye. Yeah. But the mm. only thing people focus on is when Jay said he said something about my family. But they ain't focused on what he said before that when he said, I've said things to Ye that he probably didn't agree with or like. Mm-hmm. It's two. It's two. It's three sides to every story, yeah. but you. And, but you know, you got two very honest people saying they didn't say some fucked up shit, but only one person catching all the blame. Mm-hmm. And that. And that's why. And I. And that person who catching all the blame has been through hella shit in the right. public's eye, bro. <laughs> you got Bush. You got Taylor Swift. You got the and, and that's and that's what's crazy, bro. Kanye put his fucking career and his name online for your wife. True. True. Because Hope would have kept quiet and not said shit at not all. Said that, was shit. A, that was a very pivotal moment, I feel like. Well, obviously for Kanye's career, but also for Beyonce. Yes. I think that also raised the level of how much we should be paying more attention to Beyonce and respecting her and giving her these awards that she's been deserving for so long. But you still get you still losing to Katy Perry. And Taylor Swift, these bitches can't even sing, let alone exactly. dance. So now it's like, damn, like, all right, Beyonce, time to level up. And it's like hit niggas over the head. And it's like, yo, man's yo, man's did that for your shorty. Right. You, you, you haven't he still hasn't spoken up about that. He missed the boycott. Uh, we just won't show up. Noticeably, Jay-Z and Beyonce weren't here today. That ain't making no statement, nigga. Sometimes you gotta get out there and really trailblaze. And he's still shit. that same nigga from Brooklyn and the motherfucking projects hustling. Got to keep to himself to protect himself, so on and so forth. I love Ho for a different reason than I love Kanye West. And I love both of them niggas, obviously, like, immensely. But Kanye West changed my life on a soul level. Like, the nigga literally made me want to pursue my dreams and not just go down the path that everybody says you should do. Jay-Z is just fucking Jay-Z to me. I will love Kanye West way more personally, just on a personal level. And I think it makes sense y'all niggas know me and shit like that, but Hove is very high up there, and he makes me think about playing the game more on a chess move type of level and just, like, elevating and becoming, like, the Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan of whatever it is that you do. But Kanye is actually just so much more real. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce don't really let a lot of shit get out. I prefer honesty, vulnerability. And when they do do let it out, it's on their terms. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very strategic. You know, we got an album coming out. About to go on tour. Whenever some shit pop up. Even if you just see them traveling and pictures leak of that shit. 
And they got a motherfucking cap. Like, the entourage that they have when they go and travel to these places and shit be so big and vast, bro, Not let alone Beyonce. Then you got documentarians. You got nannies, cooks, trainers, hairstylists, best friends, mamas, cousins, aunties, uncles, drivers, pilots, all that shit, bro. They roll deep as hell. And you don't never get to see shit unless they want it to come out. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. I'd rather TMZ spill me some tea on Kim and Kanye. <laughs> shit. At least I know what the fuck going on. They feel more human to me. You know. Jay-Z mm-hmm. and Beyonce appear godlike, untouchable. Something you should aspire to. You know, it's to. all it's almost unrealistic though. Exactly. And and I think and I think the first time that personally like you are like the first time I connected with Jay on some shit was his last joint, and that, and the mm-hmm. only reason I say that I, I ain't gonna say that because the black album was cold and that that's like a pivotal point in my life. But like mm-hmm. I say this because that was the first time we got we got Sean Carter not being a, a drug dealer, drug not dealer, yeah, not yeah. not being a businessman. It was on some. A father, a husband, a brother, a son, a yes. man type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it's on some yeah. like, yo, okay, it is, it is layers to this man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't, it wasn't him. You know, preaching to me. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. more so he was like having a conversation with us. Like, yeah, like I'm listening to you, but you don't feel like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, yeah. that was the first time. For me, anyway, where I was like, okay, I can relate to you. Not because mm-hmm. I did some shit, because I'm engaged. I ain't did no shit. But, like, <laughs> you're not as, as, a, as a man, you know somebody who done been through that shit. Yeah, or you yeah, done dealt yeah, with some yeah. shit like that in your past. In the past, yeah. Where you like, yo, I get it, fam. <laughs> you, you know. And then even like the talking about black wealth and things like that, leaving a legacy and how he goes forward and thinks mm-hmm. about going forward from that. Right. It's all things that I feel like it's still in the sense of like Jay-Z aspirational because like we should still be aspiring to be honest, more honest men and family men mm-hmm. and things like that. Like there's some, there's a lot to be said about the broken black family, but that's something for like another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like at the same time, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's whole, you know, like it just comes with this like, grandiosity on top of it of like Jay-Z doing mm-hmm. it. Kanye's made enough mistakes where I feel like I can look at him eye to eye. I still look up to Jay-Z. Yeah. And I feel like and that's two different perspectives. I feel like Ye came in on that though. Like that yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. he came he came yeah. in as like and I mean I could be speaking for myself like yes like at the time it was a bunch of it was shit that I couldn't like, I can relate to it because I knew people in them situations, like when you're talking about, like, 50 and, like, gangster rap and all that shit. Mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. me personally, I ain't, I ain't never been shot. I I can't right. relate to that shit. But then yeah. you bring out a nigga like, yay, who is, like, spaceships. Like, nigga, I done mm-hmm. hated my job. I done wanted to walk out some shit. I done looked Last at white call, people. man. I cried as a teenager thinking about how the fuck I'm gonna figure out my life. Exactly. In the last call. Exactly. Bro. And that and that shit, I think that's why a lot more people are hurt by what the fuck yay be going. But then again, like all this recent shit that has came out about yay mm-hmm. and seeing him go in the hospital last year and all that mm-hmm. shit. 
you know, mm-hmm. has opened my eyes to like this dude really been going through some bull like like this is vulnerability at its finest because <laughs> motherfuckers is just sitting here calling you crazy. And how many cousins or like family members that you've seen your people just be like, Oh, they crazy. Yeah, exactly. Right or or something wrong with it. them. And it's exactly. like, y'all, bro, they they fucking need help, bro. Right. And who gonna help them? Yep. The motherfuckers turn the other cheek on there. It's like when Drake and Rihanna all them unfollow Kanye. It's like, damn, like niggas live in Calabasas. Like Drake and Kanye, I think they're not neighbors no more, but they were for like a nice period of time. It's like, bro, like you've had experiences with this nigga. Y'all was backyards apart from each other, playing basketball, making music together. Mm-hmm. You know, sessions be long as hell. Niggas have conversations. They right. like it's an in and out situation. Them niggas made several songs together. They were pals. They will continue to be pals after this mm-hmm. shit, honestly. Right. So it's like, for y'all, Rihanna, like, come on. Kanye is referred to as his little sister for so long. Y'all came up at Def Jam together. Come the fuck on, bro. Yeah, y'all like. Turn y'all back on this man. Y'all know something going on with this motherfucker. I feel it. If you don't want to do it for political reasons or whatever the fucking case may be, or you're worried about your brand, but your following of that man is not the same thing as you fucking believe in his politics. Let alone Kanye West himself has come on the record and said, I don't necessarily agree with this man's politics, but I do fuck with him for being a nigga like Kanye West himself, who was told that he couldn't do anything and proved everybody fucking wrong. Mm. Trump was motivated after that time at the fucking White House Correspondents' Dinner during Obama era, early on in the game. Obama roasted the nigga. Fucking Seth, um, Seth Myers roasted mm-hmm. the nigga, and the whole crowd was looking at him. It's a frontline documentary on it. It's one of the, I was just one of the hardest documentaries I've seen in a long time. I don't like love this nigga Trump, but it, I, I fuck with like the story of Donald Trump, like the myth of Do- the legend of Donald Trump. Now, after seeing that shit, a good documentary has a way of humanizing people. And the way this nigga Trump is, he's he's sick as fuck. He's ignorant as fuck, dumb as fuck, all this other shit. But nah, bro, that nigga Trump turned up. He's so ego driven, bro. He was motivated just to prove niggas wrong who laughed at him in the room. He was a nigga at the lunchroom that got flamed and ended up becoming fucking Drake. Facts. That's what it is, bro. Like, that's <laughs> like, bro, nigga, you hella lame. You ain't getting no hoes. Blah, 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 blah. He turned around. Uh, uh, James, you remember? I know you probably even fucking follow him, bro. Cameron from uh, Carter Ritty and Tara Gray. Oh, nah, Cameron Bowles. Yeah. Yeah, man. This little nigga, he was just like. A silly ass little kid getting in trouble making and shaking around. Now this nigga tall, dark, handsome, muscles, making six figures and shit a year yeah, for matching parties and shit. It's like, bro, you can't sit up here and discount nobody. So I feel the nigga for feeling like you know, like he's the he's still our president. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he's still our president. No matter what the fuck nigga's gonna say, he's still our fucking president. To a degree, we live in a nation that we identify with as American. We can say we not, but we still pay taxes. Niggas can sit up here and do all this other shit, but you do a lot of American-ass shit, mm-hmm. even if you want to not claim him or claim your country right now. I get it. You're not proud of it. But he's very much so reflective of what the fuck America actually is. After he came out and all this extra racist shit started popping up, that came to show us how much further we still got to go in this game, bro. You know, we got a long-ass way to fucking go in society. You know, man, but it's crazy to me because as much as I hate when this man get on TV and shit, this man playing the greatest game of fucking chess I've ever <laughs> fucking seen in my he life. He be fucking me up. That nigga, and, that nigga might not even know he playing chess. He's just out here just doing and, and, it, and it's like, bro, and, it, and it's flying, bro. Bro, it's <laughs> fine because, and, and like, 
people always say this shit like this and that. You gotta burn it down before you can regrow this shit, right? Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, this agree. shit is proving it. Like mm-hmm. it is. It has brought so much shit to light that like people was hiding, mm-hmm. and like it's like yeah, he can just say whatever the fuck he want to say, and it's somebody on this in this country who fucking believe him and think exactly like his ass. Even the white woman vote, bro. The fact that all these white bitches was hella pro Hillary this, pro Hillary that, yeah. man. And still I voted mean, against their yeah, own fucking, like, their white own people fucking in initiatives. General, yeah, I still got Can I, <laughs> white people in general. White men, y'all be fucked up, but y'all be on some whole like mad men, like creepy Harvey Weinstein shit. But these white bitches is fucking okay. wild. Can I bro. say something real quick? And like, women, don't kill me on this shit. Please, <laughs> don't. <laughs> This is a disclaimer, but and I'm not even gonna say it as a statement. But I have a question to any woman who listens to this shit: How are y'all feminists? But push the female down. Mm. That actually perplexes me a lot. I do ask a lot of my female friends. It's always weird. So, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a dude, so I can't fully be like an expert on women's vision, right? And shit like that. But based off a lot of the data that I had, it's still our fault, bro. They blame patriarchy and all this other shit. Like, like I mean, I feel you. Like, you know, two hundred, three hundred evolution years ago or whatever. Like, men decided to be the dominant gender, and then everything else is supposed to cater to them. But my thing is, if we know this, and we're conscious of it now, even if patriarchy and men are to blame, how the fuck do you know better and still not do better? And that's my thing, bro. It's like... We supposed to know better about not raping them? Shit, not hitting them? And and I mean, it's countless... And and the reason I ask this question, the reason I ask this question, is because it's countless examples of this shit. So like think think about I'm about think think about like Cardi. Cardi is a prime example. When Cardi was first getting hot, Bodak Yellow is popping. Mm-hmm. Every woman was on her. Let's go, let's go. Cardi gonna win. Cardi gonna win. Cardi finally wins. And then all of a sudden, she not black. She, yeah, she's too somebody, loud. Somebody went and looked up the receipts because you know, once again, it's the ladies that good at getting these receipts. Exactly. Somebody exposed her like, nah, she's anti-black. She was saying this shit about black women back then, but now you want to be black. It's like, why, why, man? Like, what if if she's not educated and she's playing into it? Does it not help black women become more appreciated anyway? Education is important. We should definitely check problematic people. So I do want to throw that out there. Yes. But still, is there still not something out there that is to the good of most women of color from a woman like Cardi B, especially one who's not all, because I got a thing right now for like, we always get these representations of black people, you know, like there's more than one type of black, but the type of black that I always see on TV is a proper, well-spoken, shirt and tie, suited and booted, well-trained, acceptable for white people type of nigga. I'm trying to see nigga nigga. Pig. That's why I love like some of these like retired athletes that still get some of these like broadcasting deals and shit. At least they got the accent and a little bit of country and nigga up in them. They rich. It's like, fuck, you can fire me, but I'm either popping. Like, uh, what's buddy who on Fox ain't Santa Sharp. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. No, 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 no. It's a uh, old basketball player, like it's not Mark Jackson. Fuck. You said on fuck Fox? That. 
He on he be on Fox sometimes, and he be on ESPN. He tall, dark skinned. Stephen Jackson. Man. Yes, man. This nigga out here finessing all type of shit. Stephen Jackson <laughs> is a gangster. He a real nigga. Like, I love I love seeing that too because the thing is, you know, you can get your Roseanne shows and your Duck Dynasties, and you can get a House of Cards, you can get a Will and Grace, you can get all these different ways to see black people. But for some reason, all the black folks that are in these positions right now. They all, you know, wrote for SNL and went to NYU and sound like Issa Rae or Kanye West with his designer voice or Childish Gambino and still probably date white women or have white boyfriends and so on and so forth. Chelsea Williams. Like, the list can go on and on and on. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But then I just consistently, even with, like, the motherfuckers that's popping on Twitter, all these black journalists and shit like that, it's a couple of them that got some twang up in them. But at the same time, it's like, be full nigga, bro. Like, be barbecue black for these motherfuckers. I just, like, you can be well-written and well-read and still be a coon, is what I'm saying. And, like, that's totally fine, bro, because niggas be scared about their check. I mean, granted, yeah, we don't own media and all this other shit, but if you got a following, you got some power, you could be Steven Jackson out here in this game. You know, you know who else is another example of this uh, women be hating shit? Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, when, prime when Tiffany Haddish was in mm. Girlfriend, what, what was this shit, Girls Trip, uh, mm-hmm. every woman loved it. Mm-hmm. When they found out Tiffany Haddish actually acts like that in person all the right. time. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you got to tone it down. But, right, then, exactly, but, then, but exactly. then they'll praise uh, Issa Rae, you know, for portraying yeah, exactly. That. Exactly, because it's, it's, well, it's always again the ones that are like up at the top, you know. And it's nothing wrong with going to school, getting a degree, all this other shit. That's all very much so necessary. But it's like I feel like that shit just kind of consumes you to the point that like I try to fuck up my check, yeah. you know. And it's like now you the you're the supposedly smarter black woman still out here shucking and driving and doing all this other shit because honestly. We are. We know plenty. We from St. Louis, Missouri. It's a lot of our bougie ass friends that grew up in the suburbs, that finished school, mm-hmm. and all this other shit. That would never walk walk around the North or West Side or be friends with none of them girls if they was at the same damn club. It'd be a whole lot of side eyeing and bitches think she cutes. Mm-hmm. They just don't get down like that, bro. Like it's unfortunate. I don't know. That's from the women thing and the black community thing. Like niggas be acting like nigga niggas is untouchable or some shit. Well, a lot of that shit is tied into. Like the actions of motherfuckers. So with mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish, her shit. Okay, yeah, that's her personality. But then you have the stories come out that, yo, she be doing stand ups in cities and shit, and she not funny. So then it's like, okay, y'all comedian. gassing her up, and then you have the Cardi B shit. She fucking with Offset. You know, Offset got multiple baby mamas and, and wilding and cheating and shit out here. Mm-hmm. So then you're looking at Cardi B like, what the fuck are you doing? And you start digging for like, oh, well, she not black enough and shit like that. And right. then with Kanye, the whole with the, the whole Kanye thing, I think a lot of that shit has to do with the fact that he with Kim, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, 100%. she's from the most yeah. annoying fucking family ever. You know, always. Bro. Always right. instilling and themselves also, in this shit or trying yeah. to be all, you know, They're shaping the, the narrative. Of like white girls and like what white girls aspire to be and look like and walk and talk and dress and act like and live like that. And, like, and none of that shit is real. Like none, yeah, of, that, exactly. none of that shit. It's all the, the machine that is 
whatever they fucking mama name. It's just De- mm-hmm. Devil Gen- Devil Jenna. That's what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it. Devil Jenna. You know what I'm saying? And so like, it's, 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 it's yeah, yeah, Chris. There you go, Chris. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's all it's all tied into some bullshit, man. You but it's some shit that I told my homie earlier today, and it's, it's on topic. But this shit was funny as hell to me at the time. And it was about Kanye and Kim. Because, you know, on the album, he talking about how, like, Kim was like, hey, yo, you got to chill, basically. You going to make us lose this bread. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I like hearing that shit. And he, <laughs> and he was like, why? I said, I said, it's because, like, it's like a win for black people knowing Kanye stressing out the Kardashians. Like, this how many motherfuckers have been waiting for on them to crumble from the inside, <laughs> nigga? They had hope that Black China was going to do that shit, and she fumbled the fucking bag. So, like, that's because she is. Well, she, she got her own bag. She got a lot of uh, her own shit. Hey, hey Amber Rose. Hey, it makes this his best friends. Black, Black China, it looks. We, yeah, we, that's a another. Whole that, different topic. That's another. That's another <laughs> but, story. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. So, but yeah, I thought that shit was funny as hell. No, and I, I will also say that I do my one. I just wanted to say a hot take. It, it came to me a little earlier. My hot take is, which I think it'll actually happen anyway. Kanye and Kim got to get divorced. They will probably get divorced at some point. Oh but yeah, like they like she. She's. I will say that I don't think that she is healthy for him because I mean this man is worried like getting lipo because he's worried about image. That's the Kardashian thing. Yeah. Like. The stress and anxiety, like how how much shit has Rob Kardashian gone through? Them just being his mom and fucking sisters, bro. Like mm-hmm. them, I think like it's, uh, even with me, like with my sister, or mamas, or cousins, or homegirls, like when it's too much estrogen, that already like be too much. I love all my lady friends and lady loved ones for sure, but after a while, it just get a little too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Take how many pictures you need to take. Do I look cute in this? And then when they want to throw me in, and I don't really know the right answer because I don't speak female. I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, you look cool. You look nice. You're pretty already. Like, what the fuck else do you want me to say? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, should I choose this nail color or this? Like, all that type of shit. It's just way too fucking much for me. So I already know Kanye being over in that camp. It's just a lot to be doing with. But he thanked Kim because she gave him a family. And that's something that that man really needs. He don't have a family. His old family is the shit that he rapped about on Real Friends and all this other shit about wanting something from. Mm-hmm. You can't go, I mean, literally from the south side of Chicago. I can totally understand that. I live on the side. That nigga cousin stole his laptop. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, "Come on, that's your cousin. You trust this man? He tell you, uh, pay him. What was like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, some dumb shit for it? Like, bro, fuck that. I'd be like, fuck it, just off of strength. Like, you can leak all them shits. I'm me. I'm gonna come up with some new ideas. I'm gonna be motivated by this shit now that you on some bullshit. Do what you gotta do with it, bro. I don't give no fucking fuck. But like, that's the world that he come from." And then he goes into another world. He loses his mom. He's not with his fiance he came up with. Mm-hmm. A lot of the same niggas that he came up with from the Talib Kweli's and the motherfucking, well, Yassine may still be around, but this nigga doing some whole other shit over on the other side of the world. It's like, you know, niggas be living lives. Like, Rhymefest not around. And Rhymefest, <laughs> I did hear one fun fact, though. Rhymefest at this uh, festival on the south side of Chicago yesterday, he was freestyling. With Jazzy Jeff DJ and the nigga rapper said, It said I had on fake Yeezys. What's wrong with the man? Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> back to that shit. But like, he don't, he don't really have his core around. Like, it's like famous success is something that um, I think it was like a Fonte line from Little Brother. He was like, They say money, uh, they say money changes you, money don't change you. 
it just make you more what you already are. Right. right. And then also the other line about how motherfuckers around you do change. It's people's perception of you. Like, you're rich. People ask people what type of work that you do. I think I saw, like, a tweet saying that. But it's real. Like, people will ask you, you know, what do you do for a living? And they'll, like, treat you accordingly based off of that. Mm-hmm. You're a doctor. Niggas going to be approaching you totally different than if you said you was a motherfucking server or a stripper or a beautician. You'd be hella smart. You can own your own fucking salon. You can own three of them bitches in the city and be a six-figure motherfucker out here in the game. They don't know that about you. They just know, oh, you work with hair. So they just treat you and talk to you a certain different way. That's bogus, bro. And that's fucked up. That's a very that's a very tough thing for you to not be stressed and anxious and depressed about. You by yourself. You own a your island is Calabasas, Southern California right now. And then a bunch of young niggas that look up to you like they're your sons, your favorite nephews. They all want to work with you. Of course, Travis Scott, Metro Boomer gonna help you out. Of course, Drake gonna help you out. A lot of these niggas wouldn't even be doing this shit if it wasn't for Kanye fucking West, bro. Right. Of course, if this nigga call you in to work on some shit, you're going to be like, hell yeah, bro. It's Kanye fucking West. Who would t- That's like turning down something from Drake. Why would Quentin stay at the motherfucking cashier line when Drake could get make give you residuals that you don't have to work for no more? Facts. Man. Like, come on, bro. But yeah, to tie this shit all back to Drake getting his ass booked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't get deep into this shit. Yeah, man. That's it's the Kanye right, portion though. of the the Kanye portion of the podcast right there. But tie this all back, Drake getting his ass whooped. My whole thing with Drake mentioning Kanye on this diss track is like, okay, nigga, like you attacking Alpha, but the Power Rangers are whooping your ass. Like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you talking about? That's a about... fucking fact, bro. Like, <laughs> why why you was that? About why Kanye? was that? Why? Why was that mentioned? Why you mentioned Pusha Fiance, bro? Right. So, like where was... where we come from, like Jonan and flaming is a way of life, right? Yeah. So anybody can get it. Nothing was really off limits. <clears throat> so. At all. The moment you say something that Loki stepped over the line and was outside of talking about me, then everything else was fair game. Hey, bro, I've been there before. <laughs> time, my motherfucking dead grandma might have to go up in there. As soon as this motherfucking house burnt down, I was the first nigga to say something. Right. Shit about it. So, like, you mentioned the man fiance. What did you expect him to do? Like, he obviously had this. Well, you he wouldn't have known. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have known he had this information about your situation outside. Outside of the Adidas shit, because he's with mm-hmm. Adidas. So, mm-hmm. like, outside of that, if you wanted to, if you wanted to take it there, you can't really be surprised about how you can't. I always say this, bro. Depending on how you treat somebody, you don't get to dictate how they react. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, the mm. fact that he came and just blew up your whole Adidas run and all this other shit, bro, like, you brought that on, bro. You you put that energy out there. <laughs> That's you, my thing, bro. You like, put that energy out there. What did you expect was coming back to you? My thing. <clears throat> my thing is, bro, you brought, yeah, like, you, you brought it all. <laughs> like, you could have just left it alone. Or you could have just said something. Because you had left it alone for, like, what? Like, six or seven years? Bruh, forever. <laughs> Pusha been coming at Drake. 
while. That's what I'm saying. For a while. So, like, what happened to this mean you'll never hear a reply for it, bruh? Like, that energy went out the window when you was coming at Meek Mill neck and, you know, whooping his ass and shit. It was the best and worst thing that happened for Drake. It was the best rebranding for him, but it was the worst thing for his ego because now he has this inflated sense of self. He's already the biggest rapper in the game. Blah, blah, blah. All these bubblegum Justin Bieber Toronto ass fucking hits. Diddy smacks the shit out of him and blacks his fucking eye. Drake say, you know what? I'm going to get swole on these niggas. Goes <laughs> get fake abs. Gets a trainer. Changes his diet. Right. Grows a bird. And I'm keeping and this t- song I stole from you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Drops the fire shit with motherfucking Future. Come out with these Apple deals. He levels up. Awesome. Yeah, Drake is like really at the top of the game now. Plus, he looks more. He looks more masculine. He looks tougher. He looks more like the men that women drool over nowadays. Mm-hmm. All right. So now Drake is whatever. But the chink in the arm is shit. Like he must really be lame if he ain't never get to hit Rihanna. You know he didn't. I know he didn't. I once thought so. You know. The you more know that. More you she know speaks gonna, about this nigga. You know that oh, was gonna man. be the next shot though. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> probably. You probably didn't did some wild shit when the when the woman. Came out and was basically like, I just can't even fuck with this nigga no more. Like, you gotta be lame, she, bro. She Y'all said that nigga made her uncomfortable, and I like, knew bro. Drake was like, a creep, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like him, him. All he's spoken time and time again. I think he gave her like her lifetime achievement award to be amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. What she I, said, how much yeah, he loved her. She and said he that shit was awkward. Yeah. She was like, a moment. She was yeah, like, that shit bro. was awkward as fuck. I'm like, damn. It's like. It's probably been flirting. Like they probably had dinner. Probably like went on dates. I just I I don't see the way that Drake's game is. <clears throat> I don't think that like Rihanna seemed to like either a nice rich billionaire. Like I mean, guy was good looking and a billionaire. That's it's not a lot of women that's gonna say no to that. I think money might be one of the most attractive things a nigga could actually have for women out here. But then you got Drake though. Like he's no rude boy. He's no fucking billionaire. And she's known this nigga before and after the muscles. Yep. He's still the same cornball, coon, blackface wearing ass Drake. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I think them pushing T, like, interviews when he started talking about really dissecting this man about family and, like, not really having an identity or a father. Like, I think that shit, like, that, I think that sank in on Drake. Drake may respond, but I know Drake had to think about how he responds after hearing some shit like that because it's layers and levels to this shit, bro. It's been a lot of, like, Drake does a lot of, like, riding for the South and repping the South. Like, you're not even from America. You're from above, like, you're north of our fucking northern border, bro. It's not that street up there in Canada. Yes, there are tough people everywhere. Niggas fight. I don't, like, nigga, the red state South love guns, bro. Drake ain't got no thukas. Drake ain't got no goddamn thukas. It's motherfucking fucking SoundCloud rappers on Worldstar YouTube page nowadays with 100 round drums, bro. Niggas love guns in America. They will kill you indiscriminately. Niggas shoot up whole blocks. Playgrounds, bro. Like, it's a different type of world that we live in in America. That's why I do be thinking that America is tough. Like, we have the biggest dick in the world in this country, bro. Even with our economy and all this other shit. And Drake wants that, you know, daddy in Memphis. Memphis essentially begat crunk music and the southern sound. That was kind of like where the Garden of Eden for this shit was. And then the Boosie circuit, it trickled all around. That 808 hidden. It ain't no shit. You know, you got motherfucking, ooh, I love this girl. 
She's a superstar up in Toronto. You got a motherfucking <laughs> dedication, dedication one, two, and three down here in New Orleans, in Houston. Like, come on, bro. Sip and lean, all this other shit. Like, Drake has been infatuated with that shit for a long ass time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's totally fine. Like, that can influence you. Like, we say whatever we have to say about Rocky not being from the South, but sounding like a Southern rapper. But, like, niggas can't take that away from you, you know? Like, that's a part of who you are as a person, but it's not a part of your identity. That's your influence. Your inspiration. That's different than your fucking story. And sometimes he be getting his stories fucked up. His story revolve around being a creepy nigga to expose women's identity like shorty that work at the motherfucking Hooters on Peach Street. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's it fucking weird, drunk dialing bitches talking about fuck that nigga that you love so much. Now this other shit, like I think he's shown who he really is several times over. He's a he's a creep, bro, in a cornball. Yeah, man. Somebody gonna fuck him because you still Drake, but like, bro, you cheesy. And Canadian. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, oh, I mean, as you get older, you realize celebrities, uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of them will be on that bullshit and are creeps and are pedophiles and just on weird shit in general, bro. It's just, that's just, that's just the nature of the game. But we all are in agreement that, like, if a nigga start talking about your friend dying, you gotta throw hands with this nigga, right? Like, oh yeah, that should <laughs> okay, bro. Because yeah. I should have been. I take this nigga Mars immediately. <laughs> I said, bro, any nigga ever come up to me and talk about how many days my man's got left, bro? You have to oh. fucking see me, dog. You have to fucking see my me, my man. It was wild, too, because I didn't even catch that line. I was, like, analyzing, like, a line right before that the first time around in real time. So it wasn't until, like, the second or third time that I caught that. It was actually, like, right – it was this time when you the text message went through, James, and I was, like, just about to get into that line. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Nigga, like, I'm, a, I'm a fan <laughs> of, like, cerebral disrespect. But, like, bro, like, yo – I'm riding to Virginia right now. If I get fucked up, so be it. But you have to fucking see me, dog. But that's the thing. Once again, like, Drake, I mean, well, obviously he got beat up and smacked around by Diddy. So he's at least had a fight in his life. But, like, I don't think Drake's a fighter. Like, I think Pusha is okay with, like, disrespecting this man and not really worrying about the repercussions that may come from the shit, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. I think Pusha could call on a nigga real quick to push up on Drake before Drake can, like, he has to call like a third party, and that third party has to like reach around. Like push, still go to church in Virginia with his mom and daddy. Apparently, that right. nigga see niggas. You know that's what's up? that shit that push said though about like how even when niggas get to asking his parents or like moms about watching his CD or some shit mm-hmm. or taking his CD, he got to change church, change church. That shit real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit's very real. Suffering from success, bro. It's a real thing. That's why my whole, my little tagline be I'm not a star. It was weird too. I had got my tarot card yesterday by my homegirl, and she actually like because I'm going through like some life transitions and shit like that personally. But like I was confident in the way that my fortunes have been picking up for me, and just like progress of things I've been working on for a little bit of time is like kind of picking up a little bit more whatever so Mm -hmm. the car is like read a lot of that shit but it also was telling me you know um to like just kind of let go a lot of that bullshit and really break free of it and be free out here in this world because it's a lot of fuck shit that could really uh sidestep you and take over you 
And if you ain't really standing 10 toes down up in this shit, really trying to be truthful to yourself and positive, <laughs> optimistic, and a good person and put in that work, it ain't going to come for you. That's, that's the thing I'm taking away, bro. Like, live, live your life. <laughs> like, if you really about what you talk about, live that shit, bro. Don't perpetuate no bullshit or, you know, do shit to appease another motherfucker. Like, live the best life that is suited for you. Because niggas, niggas are out here pulling cards. <laughs> like, right, exactly. Like, if we want to go niggas to the, are the out further here list, shit. like, Bro, like Uzi and Rich the Kid, that's been an ongoing thing. Uzi ran up on him in his own city. Uzi might be. That jam. motherfucker hop behind the fucking barn and, and start serving man. fucking and start serving lattes, nigga. Like, right? Exactly. Hey man, so, Uzi may be the realest, most sassiest nigga. That's why I love him, man. He's like a hot topic kid, but like also like a like a city kid, bro. Like he not, you know. <laughs> He not with the extra shit out here. And I got nothing against, like, the suburbs. It's more of, like, a mentality and way of life as right. opposed to, like, the realness versus fakeness. Because uh, yeah. the city has a way, you know, like, that niggas will pull your car. Hooping and all that other shit, walking down a block, walking through different blocks and different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, bro. Versus the safety of the cul-de-sac and, you know, like, neighbors not really all outside. It's, it's just a little more sheltered and structured in a way where things are dividing. You kind of just, like, work on yourself, like, it's totally different, like, walking through the streets of motherfucking Dallas than walking through the motherfucking streets of New York. And New York will beat the shit up out of you. Dallas can, but, like, you see, you can hop up in your whip. Everything is too spread out. These niggas is on top of you, bro. Mm-hmm. You gotta be a savage if you really want to survive in this concrete jungle. And that's kind of how I feel about shit with the internet. Like I was saying earlier, like, niggas don't be real, bro. Like, we grew up in an era where we, we made our profiles. Even with this Bebo and Black Planet shit, like, we always were presenting and projecting our best self to the public. And like, yep. it's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with that. It's like, but it's like not every, the world don't need to see you as like your personal resume. Mm-hmm. I get it. If you lie, you know, to get the job, but you can be real for these hoes. You can be real for your friends. You can be real for follows and your craft or whatever else you're working on and so on and so forth. You could say, damn, like I ain't got it like that. Niggas will spend their last just to be Mr. Henny man all the goddamn time on Twitter and all this other shit. Oh, shit, I know my nigga got this bottle out. You pop this bottle every motherfucking Friday right after work, get drunk, do some shit, become a Twitter nigga. It's like, uh, Like, all right, but now you a Twitter nigga. Like, do people really know you? Are your opinions even your own opinions? Are you kind of, like, playing into it now? Like, I love the rawness of Adiza Simero, but the niggas grew up in the Bronx. Like, you got to be real around that shit, Cardi B. You got to be real, bro. Like, niggas is right over your shoulder. They see you. They smell you when you musty. They know when you ain't paid your bill. They know whether or not your gal satisfied with you in the bedroom because she either cheating on you or she telling her homegirls about you and her homegirl fucking with another nigga. So now the hood, no. It's like, bro, you got to just, you got to be you. Right. And that's something that a lot of niggas don't know how to do. So when it's time to sit up there and be like, oh, Kanye's canceled. Niggas is seeing a tweet and be like, why we, can- why we canceling Kanye? I'm canceling Kanye. Oh, damn. You said he like Trump. Oh, shit. It's like, man, read a read. God damn. You like give things context. That's not what people do. They sit up there in this role in the like roll around in the goddamn matrix all goddamn day and listen to what the rest of these goddamn Twitter influence motherfuckers just tell you to go. That shit's mm-hmm. so stupid. It's the sheep. What is it? The sheep leading the blind. 
or some shit like that. The blind leading the sheep, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. So more of the story. <laughs> so more of the story is as of nine fifty two on on June fourth. I ain't heard no response from Drake. <laughs> <laughs> so real, I'm gonna bro. wait till this damn uh, Scorpion album come out. Cause uh, regardless, bro, I'm a fan of Pusha T and Drake of mm-hmm. their music. Mm-hmm. So I I'm not gonna sit up here and act like yeah, Pusha watch this nigga. I can't listen to him no more. Like. Right. Niggas, mm-hmm. niggas get their ass. Never whoop. Niggas forget. get their ass whooped every day, b. So, yeah. but Drake cares too much to lose. That's my thing. I think. Yeah. So, as of right now, ain't no response. Shit can always change. But Mr. Graham, I will be anticipating this Scorpion album. Hopefully, there's a bonus track on there. Talking about Dennis, the nigga <laughs> that we having showboating around like a clown, yeah. <laughs> like a clown. It's clown. Yeah. Like, Hopefully, Ooh. there's a bonus track on the shit. And mm-hmm. it is you retaliating in some sort of way, but right now, my nigga, uh, you didn't got smoke. So <laughs> moving on to yeah. smoke, you gonna call future? Um, future is out here. <laughs> hey, future man. is out here. Uh, not flying chicks out, but I was about to say future ain't flying <laughs> out, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, paying for a little hotel room, that ain't shit. You got to do what you got to do. Right. Well, she paid. Okay, so the story is this girl basically met Future, was up in the studio with him a couple times, mm-hmm. I guess, um, mm-hmm. listening to unreleased tracks of Dirty Sprite 3 or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> um, and, yeah, so he hit her up and was like, yo, on some, I want you to come to me type shit. Like, fly out to see me. Yeah, so, come through. Come, yeah, awesome. like, You've been in college, man. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, yeah, come come through. Come see me. So, she puts down $550 on a round trip, I'm assuming. On, on a promise that he was going to what? Oh, uh, he was going to cash her out five racks. So, <laughs> I think her math was wrong on that too. I didn't actually pull up my calculator, but when I read, I was like, a thousand times five fifty is like five hundred. Well, bro, I think the point she was just trying to make was like, yeah, this nigga giving me five rats. Yeah, so, I, know, I know, but like, yeah. come on, baby. So oh, like, baby. right. Well, she ain't the smartest. Come to find out, anyway. But um, so she flies out to him. He had the room for her, or whatever. So. What's ignorant and funny about it is, I guess he had a little baby future at the time. So she, (laughs) so she posted up in the room and was, you know, texting him or whatever. He was like, "Yeah, I got my baby right now, but I'm gonna see if I break away on some nigga shit." Like that's some very, so that's some very like nigga shit to say. But if you peeped at the time they were texting, it was like seven o'clock. So. I mean, I ain't, I ain't the one to be giving a nigga like Future the benefit of the doubt, but like at seven o'clock, I'm assuming you didn't spend all the time you needed to spend with your seed, but who knows, or whatever. <laughs> you put him to bed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gave him, gave him, pass hey, little, pass little future nanny, off to the nanny. The That's queen. what I'm saying. Pass little future <laughs> off to the nanny, and everything was like, yeah, I'm finna come through and, you know, we'll wop the bam, you know? So then she replies, like, Oh, that's what you, like basically like. Oh, that's what you want. Uh, I'm not really that type of girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, Future was like, "Oh, okay, enjoy." What do you say? He said, "Like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm good. Enjoy." 
<laughs> Enjoy. That man told her. You I'm playing. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, you playing. She was, uh, yeah. And he was like, uh, she was like, so am I not going to see you? He was like, nah, you good. Enjoy love. And that was it. So My man gave her the beloved. Right, like be blessed. So immediately after that, I see you later, beloved. She she lost access to a hotel room. (laughs) So basically, shorty out six grand. So she so she decided to blast him on Facebook, and it it got to Twitter. (laughs) What was he gonna do? Publicly shame? Yeah, like okay, like. It's fucking future, bruh. Like, you got hella kids. It's fucking future. I'm like, a monster on these hoes. I'm a monster. Come on. He man. not wifing nothing. Like, she so was like, she was like, well, we had hung out in the studio, bruh. He wasn't flying you out to be on your side shit. He was flying you right. out to beat you to crack them cheeks to dirty Sprite 3. So why are you acting like this is, this is brand new to you? Like, yeah, and then she, it became a whole it became a whole discussion on Twitter like, oh, just because you fly out to see a nigga don't mean you coming up off the cheese. Like, bruh, completely understand that. You have yeah. to consent. Nobody's yeah. arguing that shit. Yeah. However, you are flying out to meet fucking future. I mean, you ain't even gotta be future. The thing is, if bruh. a chick from out of town, she like, I wanna come see you, hang out with you in Chicago. I would automate like because I wouldn't do it for no girl the same way. We could switch the roles, but what I'm getting at is I gotta like you more than enough to spend a couple hundred bucks anyway on a fucking flight. And then if I'm getting <laughs> if I'm getting a hotel room, then that's one thing because it's like all right, well like maybe we gonna hang out, maybe you know like some catfishy like licking up for the first time type of shit, or like I just but like if we already have a rapport, I'm if you want me to fly to see you. I need to be staying with you. And if I'm staying with you, we're staying in the same bed, which means that, you know, we can cuddle. I ain't going to be aggressive, you know, consent. But, baby, like, if you invite me into your home in your bed, I'm all, hey, bro, like, you're grown. You, I, don't think, I don't think a motherfucker is, like, silly for a <laughs> You <laughs> thought like, You like, thought you was going to get five racks just to come hang out in the studio and listen right. to Dirty Sprite 3? Future is the one that gets 54 walkthroughs. Bitch, don't panic. Right. Like, <laughs> are, panic. are we being serious right mm. now? I'm like, what are we even talking mm. about? Like, you knew what it was before you got here. Right. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, if somebody, I, it was my homegirl actually before the tarot card read. She was like, I bet if, uh, I bet if he did uh, hit and cash out, we wouldn't be hearing shit about it. I was like, damn, you're right. Of course. It's only <laughs> my thing see, is this, fam. <laughs> How <laughs> my thing is this, fam. Shorty's talking about how ain't shit future is, but how many times can you probably? Not, I know I got homies who mm-hmm. done kicked shorties out the crib in yeah, school. I was about to say it's a it's a lot of <laughs> girls that have took that ill because they them. because they came over to the crib after the club and expecting to chill. You know why you coming over there after the club? Exactly. At at four in the morning. You know why the club. <laughs> yeah, if, if, the it's club. The, if it's the club, I didn't even really get to, you know, build a certain like thing with you where we can sit back and like talk all night and do all that other cutesy shit. Like, nah man, like it's like three in the morning. We both drunk. I'm trying to penetrate or pass out. 
So like, hey, I got I got work in the morning because he was probably gonna get kicked out anyway after you fuck. Maybe he had the decency to actually let you, you know, stay over. That's awesome. That's very respectable. Right. But one thing is for certain, your ass got to go sooner than what you thought it was. Niggas is niggas. Like, bro, like, there's nothing surprising or abnormal about that. Even the most simple of nigga fucking commentary or thought processes. And chicks be kicking niggas out the crib. Bro, that's what I was going to say. Women with are the with the shits. Uh, Women are with the shits, too. Like, yeah, you can come to the crib, my nigga, but after we done doing after I'm done getting getting this mouth from you or whatever I'm getting from you, you got to shake. You not crashing here. It makes you feel real low, don't it? Like a piece of meat. Hate, <laughs> so, I've hated those feelings. But, yo. The, <laughs> <laughs> but but you understood that the game was the game, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, a lot after it. So for her to have this reaction, I'm like, bro, you're not, you're not catching no sympathy this way, man. Like... You really thought he was going to, like, fly you out and uh, give you five racks just to come? Mm -hmm. I don't mean to be the asshole, but I'm like, I don't even know if he's giving Sierra five racks. Like, like, bro. It wasn't like he was talking about cuddling with you, you know, (laughs) for dinner and shit like that. A, A man will tell you his intentions one way or another. He would definitely show you the intentions. And I mean, you know, sometimes it might take a, little, a nigga a little bit of time to catch some stride if he really like you. He's going to at least keep pursuing and shooting his shot and, like, trying to let you know, like, yeah, I fuck with you. Like, I really do fuck with you. But for the Facts. most part, like, we didn't, we didn't all fucked around enough to, like, know what's real and what's up and what's not. Like, girl, you already want flying to go meet a nigga. Number two, you're a top-tier pussy having bitch to the point where you fucking with Future. And hanging in the studio with the codeine sipping the legendary code, codeine rapper. cowboy. It's like you like you can't act like this shit is like new to you by any means. And like she hit the whole LOL, like, you know, in the the Facebook post, like, we talk, but we don't talk like that where I'm just gonna fuck. And it's like, that's cool. Right. I totally respect that. So I'm not gonna call you no hoe. But she don't you talk like for you. But y'all don't talk like that for that nigga to give you five grand either. Exactly. <laughs> like- exactly. Call a spade a spade. So exactly, and for you to be flying out, like you going just to like hang out, like how much do you talk to this man then? Because if I barely know you and I haven't really gotten to know you that well, I don't know how much I would be trusting somebody for me to fly out there by myself to travel to see you, and then you talk about living a life of crime. How what, <laughs> how silly how silly am I? Am? Like how silly can I the be? audacity. Exactly, bro. Like, motherfuckers, motherfuckers be out here tripping hard. I'm it, like, once again, man, the holier than thou bullshit, bro. Like, niggas be having a whole image. We are all flawed. I want everyone who listens to this podcast to know we are all flawed. Everybody shit stinking one way or another. We all ain't the same, so not everybody gonna have the same flaws. But bro, we all are fucked up, confused, figuring this shit out. And got a bunch of blemishes up on our record that can be unattractive to some and acceptable to others. Niggas need to get past all that, like, I'm the shit bullshit. Because none of us are. We're all fucking human. And that's what makes us the shit. Humanity. Shit, that's the tagline of the podcast. That's the tagline of the podcast, bro. I'm just trying to figure this life shit out. But but I'm no bullshit when I see it, bro. That's... Exactly, like... 
I mean, and, you know, like, I'm not really opposed to, you know, a nice date and shit like that. But I remember, like, even seeing, like, the whole $200 date thing and all this other stuff. It's like, Bruh. We, we, we put a lot of extra pressure. Like, that's steakhouse level, baby. Like, whatever happened to, like, you know, the shit. I mean, you know, our generation now, we're so, like, foodie-ish and obsessed. Like, these fancy spots. But, like, there was a time where, like, going to Applebee's Olive Garden... Like our parents did that. We got made off of like Applebee's and a couple of like three dollar Long Island iced teas, bro. Like that's how a lot of niggas was made. Well now, and now you above that. Well, now, now you yeah. gotta go to motherfucking Soul Taco and like pie well, and shit like that, bitch. You don't like emos no more. <laughs> you don't like emos. All those spots are delicious, by the way. But now exactly. it's more so like now the wave is like, oh, you gotta pay me for my time type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like. <clears throat> And I'm a big, I'm the biggest proponent. I'm the biggest proponent of that. Like time is something you cannot get back, you know. So I'm at the age now where, like, if I am spending time with you, doing whatever, like, you are on the scale of like seriously mattering to me. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. so, and I don't, I don't take that lightly. But when people start correlating it with, yeah, you need to pay me for my time type thing, it's like. the fuck are you? <laughs> like, right? Because if I'm paying for your time and I'm also paying for your food and I'm paying for your hair, and so, your this nails, this, and so this low key, outfit, this low key, a business like, transaction is what you're saying. And like, I mean, I don't want to equate money with sex, but I do fuck with like vintage Boondocks commentary and just like pimping in general and how niggas would be like, well, you know, in one way, you're still paying for the pussy regardless of how you see it, and that's true because once again, time you have to put in time. To develop a relationship and a rapport with the young lady, for her to get comfortable with you, for her to trust you, especially if she gonna let you go in raw, like you know, all of these things really take time and effort and energy, and that thing, that shit is, it can be draining. Like, listen, no disrespect, no disrespect at all. But if I'm gonna sit up here and ask you how your day is every goddamn day, you tell me the same bullshit drama, the same bitch that you can't get along with at work. Or your same ass annoying ass boss, or you ain't gonna sit around and leave your job, even though you hate it, you sit, you feel like you trapped, but you're capable. And I'm uplifting you and encouraging you and empower you and all this shit. And I still gotta actually get my dick sucked. What's it really about? <laughs> What's this really about? Like girls, they they have a lot of power. And they know that they do. And like men are fucking like dogs and cavemen. We put in a lot of effort to get what we ultimately want, which is pussy. Like yes. <laughs> Obviously, companionship, you know, <laughs> like companionship is dope. Like, I'm here for that. I'm here for like best friendship. My parents are together. They're each other's best friends. Have been together since I've been alive. Like, I've seen that shit. But I also have listened to a lot of draining ass conversations that I hear my daddy and mama having. And I'm like, damn, that's a lifelong journey of just listening to your bitch tell you what her day was so she's not mad at you enough to maybe let you slide it in. <laughs> that's, after, that's after the smoke clears. <laughs> that's after the smoke clears. Like, romance, I, I, I love, I, I, don't, I think, I, I don't know, I ain't gonna say I made it up, but, like, one day the phrase romance is an idea came to me. Like, it's an idea. It's an illusion. It's all about the idea of what could be. Like, that's what gets the pussy wet. She's thinking about you. That's what you get. You get your dick hard when she see your news. It's anticipation. You're thinking <laughs> about these things. Because when reality sets in, once again, going back to that human shit, we're not that fucking interesting, honestly. And most of us live normal lives. Like, it's the same shit that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. Like, it's life, bro. 
Like, unless we are hitting over the head already on some astrological moon stars and motherfucking physics shit. Like, no, bro, it's a bunch of small talk and just, like, opening up over time, over time, over time. To get to that point where where I ultimately want to be where my man CT is heading into marriage and shit. But, like, the fluff of, like, what, like, relationships is, that shit is all fluff, bro. That shit is hella made up. But a lot of niggas don't know that as well because... A lot of niggas ain't got two-parent households as well. Mm -hmm. That's a whole thing as well. Niggas don't know what it actually look like. Like, what you see is somebody, you know, working it out with your mama, maybe taking it out if, you know, she got a little something because she got kids and she she can't just have everybody all around. But, man, motherfuckers been fucking for a long-ass time. It ain't that hard to get you some motherfucking pussy. And I damn sure ain't looking at it as a transaction. You know, like, it's an overall experience. I'm trying to get to know you and see if... <laughs> I should continue spending my fucking time with you, or uh, if we, if, or if you're gonna get on my fucking nerves, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, James, I wanna, I wanna challenge you on this. I wanna push back really quickly. So, well, not maybe not right now. I, I know when I was talking to you, you do sound like you were pretty serious. But in the last year to year and a half, you didn't have like just somebody that you was just fucking. Just fucking. I had somebody just I was fucking? seriously. Dealing with well, not well. I get yes, yeah, yeah. Seriously, dealing you, with. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, though. Like the joints. I know you was just talking a lot about like investment and shit. Like, yeah. That. Let's not like pretend like niggas sometimes just. You know, oh, I'm, like here. Shit. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. We, we I'm talking about. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm here. I'm more so talking about. I'm coming from it as far as like the dating aspect of it, like because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. got like some motherfucker they kick it with and it just be fucking and, and cooling yeah, yeah, and cooling yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about okay. more so dating, getting to know each other, like actually spending time going out and doing yeah, doing I'm things and, with and, that and having yeah, that's if I'm fucking somebody else already and having. <laughs> <laughs> And having experiences with, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about the motherfucker that, like, yo, you, you like, yo, so, like, can I slide through on a random Wednesday after I get off work type thing? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I ain't talking yeah. about that. That's something totally different. <laughs> Nick, who don't fucking have that? Like, women have that, niggas have that. So, like, yeah, bro, it's, 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 le- it's levels. <laughs> There's levels to this shit for sure, but right. yeah, I'm not I'm not talking about the like the fuck buddy situation, nah. Right. Yeah. I just I, in the age of like super consent for everything, yeah. it's weird how like how much we overshare even other people's information if it involves us. Like, Shorty overshared her her interaction with Future by giving out those details. Right, right, right. My thing is, what was she? Like what was she thinking? She was gonna gain from from that sympathy. <laughs> Like that's what that's what I said. It, it, like it, it shorty, had to be sympathy. Or... Like shorty, you bought a five hundred fifty dollar ticket, and then you got me- <laughs> Not somebody a- told me she like an IG model or some shit like that. Yeah, like, more. Is she? She an IG model from Alabama. That shit don't matter. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I you better I'm getting no sway lead dick. I just shit. Uh, I didn't even know that. I know them Mississippi. Goddamn. Damn. Who in Alabama? <laughs> Nobody. Bro. Nah, Frazier boy from Tennessee. Shit. I don't know. God it was damn. more. She was. She wanted to get the retweets <laughs> off of it, and then she would get followers from it. And then... yeah, especially if you already IG model, somebody click yeah, on it. Yeah, basically. You know, yeah. I, that'd be my shit. I've had a couple of like nice little retweeted like tweets like recently or whatever. And I just hate seeing that though. It's, 
I don't know. Like maybe I should be a shameless self promoter. Maybe they don't help bro. me. But it just it's so corny to me for you to be like, well, since y'all here, might as well check out my IG, <laughs> check out my SoundCloud. That's like, the play. If you hard. If you hard, you hard. Like I've yet to see like a nigga come up out the woodwork from that shit. It's like, damn, this nigga low key hot. Why well, ain't heard about him yet? Damn, she bad. Let's put her in a motherfucking magazine or on a TV show. Shit don't exist, man. But once again, going back into that goddamn social media bullshit, bro. Niggas, like you said, bro, clout chasing. Niggas just want to be seen as something. When you get to a certain level, as far as your follows go, people just assume that you're an influencer. Who the fuck are you influencing? If you buying the same goddamn Alibaba dresses and motherfucking tank tops and t-shirts as the next motherfucker out there, and you selling it, maybe you pay, you making a little bit now, you know, that's cool. Hey, bro, these Fashion Nova sweatsuits finna get this work, though, nigga. Hey, bro, that nigga Nova, that nigga Nova, that nigga Nova, nigga Nova, bro. This nigga Nova, bro, finna get this work, bro. I saw it's fucking it's fucking it's fucking uh it's fucking baddie time around these parts, nigga. Hey, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, lie. but on some real shit, like niggas do be fucking with that numbers. It's like you can you. It's like the whole thing, like the job description shit. It's like damn, like twenty thousand followers, you must be popping. Let's not forget that niggas can buy followers. Or they also like simple shit like girls. I know a lot of homegirls that just follow other girls that they don't know just because she think that they keep. It's like, damn. And then when you get to a certain number, you know, you start picking up on the explore page mm-hmm. and suggestions and shit like that. Oh, she's cute. Let me follow her. My, man, that ain't no reason to fucking follow her. I think, man, I'm, like, yeah, you can have all them followers, but I'm looking at like your interactions. Substance. Mm. Your interactions yeah. on your page, because yes, you may have a million followers, but you getting seven hundred likes. Some may add up. Yeah, man. some don't add up. <laughs> it's like some don't add up. Them ratios ain't ain't popping. Yeah, I know a couple of motherfuckers like fifteen, twenty k, and I've been seeing like some good like one hundred likes, two hundred likes. I'm like, yeah, ain't no way fifteen thousand with a hundred likes, two hundred like. I don't make that. Was that like one one hundred? Goddamn me! What you supposed to be doing? Like good com- I think the good conversion is still like one in six. Like, bro, you need to be leveling up out here. Right, facts. But once again, some bought followers, bro, and like it's so many like dummy accounts and shit like that. Like, if you hashtag hustling, you don't get them random follows and shit like that. Like, I just started using a couple hashtags again on a few of my posts, and like I'll get random follows, and it'd be like. Some random SoundCloud nigga that obviously must have like tracked hip hop as a hashtag and started following motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is too much. It's just too much of a numbers game. It takes away from the realness of it all, bro. Because niggas is clout chasing. Like you're trying to run to a certain number of followers, of even engagement. Like really trying to get your engagement up by changing the way that you make posts. Like, should I wear this yep. today or that today? Versus like just posting and niggas be like, damn, congrats. Or your music is dope. I really fuck with what you're doing. Niggas start focusing on how the fuck they look as opposed to what the fuck the quality of their shit like. And they wonder why they don't never get on. Because your ass out here fucking buying fucking Supreme left and right and sipping lean and turning up and doing boot gang shit. But then when your music come out, you still whack. Like, you still whack. You should have took all that time yelling and screaming in Walmart and causing a goddamn scene and chugging lean all this other dumb shit <laughs> and actually been in the booth like trying to get a fucking pen and paper together these niggas out here trying to be wayne them niggas can't read nowadays bro wayne actually be reading books and shit 
How you, that's like you don't want to yeah. write your rap some more because of Wayne and Thug. No, nigga, you can't spell. Let's keep it real. <laughs> niggas should have stayed in school, bro. I'm tired of these niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't let these niggas, don't let up on these niggas, man. Read a fucking book. It's just, it's just so much dumb shit out here in the world. Sometimes I be sitting back like, man, like. We really lost. And because of the numbers game, bro, and clout chasing and shit, like, mm-hmm. hell, you know, you were Instagram, bitch. She probably DM'd her and then met up with her at the club initially, got the number, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, damn, like, I'm going to fly you out. She probably already got her little 20,000 followers or whatever the fuck followers she already had and shit. It's like, oh, uh, damn, like, mm-hmm. she popped. You know, niggas, scroll the gram. It's at the third. She presenting herself the best way with the curves all popping. Skin, makeup, hair always done because she's a model. Yep. She's always got to be bad. Hey, man, she was hustling backwards, though. <laughs> I mean, it was already. That ain't shit. nothing new, though. She <laughs> was hustling backwards. When they put that shit on the timeline for motherfuckers to retweet and laugh at them, it's always hustling backwards. They try, mm, they try to get somebody else to pick their ass up. Oh, you in LA? What's good? Right, and that's the thing, though. Some nigga will. That be, that's what be fucking me up. These rap niggas be fucking the same girls, bro. Then all of a sudden, fucking Tiger or some other. Man, we saw that with Karuchi, bro. <laughs> mm. she, and she bounces around, and bitches relishing her success of bouncing around from dick to dick. And in the back of my mind, it's like, damn, if you so bad and so dope, you either have started to, in a sense, part my language, motherfuckers, but and slut yourself out and like take advantage of whatever your opportunities is or you not that bad like you could be very mm-hmm. pretty and still be a shitty person and somebody like if you bouncing around too much after a while it's something wrong with you bro you need to go back to the drum boy like that because bitches be crazy bitches be ego driven and self-centered and don't have shit to actually talk about i think it was like g herbo or something she was like man fuck these other bitches don't be having shit to talk about i'm like damn some of the realest shit we get bashed all the time for you know, not being conversation starters and girls really want to talk and all you want to do is fuck. But then you actually start talking to certain chicks, man. Bitches don't be having shit to talk about. You don't read the news. You're not into politics. But, like, you're an adult now. Like, you don't follow any of this shit, goddamn it. All you know is, like, the gossip and whatever's happening on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. You pick up a goddamn Bell Hooks book real quick and all of a sudden you're a whole fucking feminist. Oh, man, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, these niggas are stupid. And niggas is the same shit. It's a lot of dumbass niggas out here too. I don't want motherfuckers to feel that. Oh uh, yeah. Niggas do a whole niggas women are definitely smarter than men for sure. But that just goes to show how fucked up the game is, man. Facts. It'll niggas bounce, niggas is stupid. If you if you cute, shit, you can put some outfits together, next thing you know, you could be a motherfucking creative director for some up and coming clothing brand or write features on fucking Teen Vogue and you know you have a following so why not and you're worth more but it's like motherfucker you gotta be a cold ass writer motherfuckers out here asking for hella bread like the game changed bro niggas don't have budgets like that no more bro sometimes you gotta intern a little bit bro sometimes you gotta take that little extra check and get a couple of those up under your belt so niggas can call your line instead of hitting you up in the DM talking about fucking exposure but niggas don't wanna do that cause we hella ready and we got our followers so we think that we got some shit shaking already. Bro, it's a lot of niggas out here that don't even have no fucking followers that's colder than you. Because they focusing on their craft right now. Yeah. And there it and is. real niggas on me. And there it is. <laughs> the game is, like I said, the game is the game, but the, the real shit gonna rise to the top always, bro. 
Oh, just like Drake and Pusha T. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead and let them know where they can find y'all at, man. Man, if y'all don't follow me by now, <laughs> shame on you at this point. His name is Marsalis Hefner. M-A-R-S-A-L-I-S-H-E-F-N-E-R. I got another one, but that's for, like, jobs and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather you not find me on that one. You might fuck around and pick up some of my old receipts on that shit, too. <laughs> Well, y'all already know where I'm at. Shot by CT on everything. There y'all go. And then the information is going to be in the description of the podcast episode. So until then, I'm going to go wake this nigga Drake up. <laughs> Throw some water on this nigga. But until then, we'll holler at y'all I'm Waking later. up from a nightmare. Right. For sure. Definitely. For sure. So we'll holler at y'all. All right, my nigga. All right, bro. Since you name drop my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Ooh, Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby, respect that girl, forget she's a porn star let her be your world yeah how dare you put yay in my verses i'm selfish i want all of the curses i'm pre-booking the churches me versus three hearses if we all go to hell it'll be worth it already aligned with the greats and on that same note the only ones i chase are two ghosts still giving you classics that's the only thing that dates me ovo 40 hunched over like he 80 tick tick how much time he got that man is Sick, sick, sick I got the devil flow, nigga Sick, sick, sick Surgical summer with it Snip, snip, snip And you don't really want it with him